Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Drop, drop, drop a beat. Yes, this is Munich singing John Denver as one. This, this is awesome. This is literally happening. This is so Listen to this. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. The Rich Eisen Show. Earlier on the show, two-time Super Bowl champion Chris Long. Three-time Academy Award nominee Sylvester Stallone. Still to come. From the new film Devotion, actor Glenn Powell. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Yes, hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show on the air. Here on the Roku channel, free on all Roku devices and Samsung Smart TVs and Amazon Fire TV. And on the Roku app, the Roku channel. Channel's free there, therokuchannel.com. And if you missed any of the first two hours with Chris Long or with Sylvester Stallone, we re-air right away as soon as this hour is over on channel 210 on the Roku channel. And we're also uh, on uh, a an on-demand version of this program. Also, the Rich Eisen Show Collection, it's called. I kind of dig that name. I'm going to be honest with you. They didn't come up with it. Fancy, I appreciate huh? it. Yeah, fancy, yeah, huh? man. Oh, and and oh, uh, there's oh. a whole new sports world available uh, on Roku, and we're thrilled to be uh, planting a flag uh, for that. We also say hello to our Sirius XM audience, Rich Eisen Show, Terrestrial Radio Network, Coast to Coast. We also say hello to those listening on Odyssey and our, our podcast. Uh, we always appreciate those who listen to us on demand as well. We're live, we're on demand, it's it's all great, and we're on social media, at Rich Eisen Show on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and we're official, also, Rich. We're official. Yeah, we're official. We got the blue check mark and we're official. And, and like it didn't cost us eight dollars. Nobody, nobody put Still over eight bucks. Um, and also, uh, we're 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 thrilled to be on YouTube as well. YouTube.com/slash Rich Eisen Show. I'm a fortunate guy, man. Oh, by the way, Glenn Powell is going to be joining us uh, in studio. His new movie, Devotion. He's going to join us in about 18 minutes' time. Yeah. I am a lucky guy. Uh, I'm very fortunate to do what I do for a living, to sit here on the show with you guys and uh, to have you folks um, listening to us and watching us um, every single day and interacting with us. And and I'm so lucky to do what I do for NFL Network. And this past week was just a fresh reminder of it. My trip to Munich and calling the first ever regular season game for the NFL in Germany in Allianz Arena, home to Bayern Munich football, and being in that town all week long and visiting the Seahawks in their practice at the Bayern Munich team practice facility in one part of town and then visiting with the Buccaneers in another part of town for the 
academy that Bayern Munich has set up, which is a beautiful facility in yeah. itself. It's for the kids who are, you know, who are, are, are good at their version of football, at the football. And maybe they play for Bayern Munich one day. It's unbelievable. And being in that town and meeting so many folks from Germany and around the world that came in for that game is a top five experience for me with the NFL network. I'm telling you, I met Buccaneer fans from Angola and Seahawk fans from Sweden and met somebody who came into the game from Afghanistan, someone who came from the game from Spain, from all over Europe, from Africa, because this is as close as the NFL has come in Germany. And there's no doubt in my mind the NFL is going to go back because not only was it, and Munich is a much smaller city than London, and it transformed the town. And London absorbed it, like there are parts of London where you had no idea there was an NFL game in town. Pretty much everywhere you went in, in Munich, there was a a billboard of Tom Brady. There was one of Levante David. I mean, it was everywhere. That's cool. Because it's a Bucks home game. There were more Bucks than Seahawks on billboards. Seahawk fans came out of the woodwork. They were everywhere. It sounded like they were and had a majority. Of the I time. mean, there was. I walked down the street with Mooch um, on Thursday. So he, was, he wanted a breath, a little, get a little fresh air, and I'm like, I'll walk with you. Because I walked the uh, the gardens of Munich by myself on Thursday morning. And it was just a great head clearer, just amazing. And um, I walk in with Mooch. Somebody stopped him and wanted a, a photograph with him. And he's a diehard Falcon fan from Germany because he started watching YouTube videos when the Falcons weren't very good, saw them and wanted to join a team that he wouldn't be accused of being a bandwagon jumper. Oh, that's cool. I, I now I, I did an Instagram live of me walking on a Saturday. Yeah. Uh, I had a couple hours to kill. I'm like, I'm just going to go walking to the beer gardens. I'm just going to go there. And I Instagram live me walking around like I was a kid, you know. <laughs> and I, I just ran into so many fans. I ran into two guys from Sweden who stopped me. And one of the guys from Sweden says to me, you know, I watch you on Sundays. Get out of here. His, fan, his friend had no idea what game day morning was. So he explained him, that's the guy right there, it's my buddy. <laughs> he said to me that he watches game day morning and explained to his friend that it's a show about football that you know talks about the games, and then they pick the games and put on a hat and go, ow! <laughs> <laughs> Is what he said. In German, right? No, in English. Oh, he's being Yeah, he's oh. from Sweden. Oh, got it. Yes. <laughs> and I'd explain to his friend what a lone wolf was and, you know, all of that. Oh. And and they were drinking what's called Gluvine. I had Gluvine. no idea. It was, the, it was like this hot, hot wine. wine. Yeah, I've had so it. So, you know, I'm like, let me go. I'll go get one. Like, where do I get one? They pointed to some spot, and I went in the middle of this whole area. And I went online, and I said, because I'm on Instagram Live. I Instagram Live the whole thing. I said, you know. Out loud, I'm like, how do you say three Gluvine, please? And somebody wrote, Drei Gluvine bitte. So I, I saw it on the screen, <laughs> and I said it, and I ordered it, and I brought my new friends from Sweden, these, this Gluvine, at which point some guy walks up to me in a Buccaneers jacket, full-on Buccaneers jacket, and says to me, swear to God, in the middle of Munich, he says to me, aren't you Susie Schuster's husband? No. 
really? And I'm like, why, yes. And he said he takes in our show every day, the day after. And he said he reached out to you, Chris, to say yeah. if he could, you know, yeah, he hit town for the game and wanted to yeah. hang out. He hit me up on Instagram and uh, asked me if you were doing any meetups while you were in town. I'm like, I don't really know what the schedule is. Just I'm sure he'll be out. Just see if you can find him. And so that's the way he's. <laughs> That's the way yeah. he... See if you can find him. That's the way... In, in and we reach country. each other. That's amazing. Yeah, he sent me the photo that you would take. And so, him. but to, for him to... I mean, he had me at a low when you say that to me and Munich. I mean, he's obviously a fan I was of the just, show. <laughs> and then there was a Jet fan and a Patriot fan and... And there, you know, the Jet fan had a, a, a you know, a Germany Jet fan, like some German Jet fan club. And it's unreal. There's such NFL fans in Germany. Unbelievable. And then the game itself. I'm getting goosebumps just saying it. It had a Super Bowl-like feel to it. It did. By that, I mean neutral field. I know it was painted Buccaneers red, but there were fans. Seahawks fans were there. It sounded more and there Seattle, were, and there were And there were fans of every team there. It was neutral field. It was eventized. It was huge. Like, there was a whole to-do build-up for the week, just like a Super Bowl. Then you get to the stadium, and there's entertainment before the game. It was some guy in some, like, white mask looking with, with you know, glasses that wrap around glasses. It was, like, <laughs> something that you would think, like, sprockets. I'm not going to lie. Now it's going to be done. And I just thought to myself, how cool would it be? How cool would it be? If at the end of this performance, he takes off the mask and it's Gronk. That would have been amazing. <laughs> it would have been unbelievable. Right? Gronk. And so there was pregame entertainment, build up all week, neutral site, and Tom Brady's playing in the game. Yeah, that's man. Super Bowl. That's all you need. That's Super Bowl. Big national anthems, both national anthems played, and it was unbelievable and the german fans and everyone in that stadium was into every snap and then we're we're the games had a little bit of everything a lot of punts to start Mm -hmm. then brady touchdowns julio brady did julio jones is the first touchdown in the history of regular season football in germany leonard fournette who had a passport problem similar to what I believe Peter Schrager of Good Morning Football had as well. Did you know that you can't travel if your passport's within 90 days of expiration? I did not know that. <laughs> That's what it was? Neither did either one of them. Wow. And Fournette told me when I saw him on the field, because I went up to him and said, thanks for calling in the show. And so I, I hit up Bavarian Lenny, and um, <laughs> he told me that the passport arrived four hours before he got on the plane. That's crazy. And he scored a touchdown. And the Seahawks then come back, bunch of turnovers, including a Lombardi Lenny, Bavarian Lenny interception targeting Tom Brady, who slips and gets called for tripping on one of the most wild plays you will see. Wild. Because they were shredding him on that drive. They were. They didn't have to do a they trick play. They didn't have play. to do it, but they did it. And it was going to be a 21 3 game at that point. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. But then the Seahawks then go down and have a red zone turner of their own. And then the fourth quarter hits. Geno Smith scores one touchdown. They pick off Brady, who hadn't thrown an interception in 399 attempts. He was four 
attempts without an interception away from breaking Aaron Rodgers' record for most without an interception. Seahawks then get on a fourth and one. They throw it twice, including the second one for a touchdown. Marquise Goodwin made an incredible catch. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, though, the Bucks ice it on a run from Rashad White after the two-minute warning that was filled the entire time with the entire crowd singing John Denver. <laughs> Country Road, Take Me Home. And I had no idea the Germans would know this or internationally. that They knew every... I've never heard this, so we're coming back from break. And I'm thinking to myself, I hope they're still going. Because I want people to hear this. Yeah. And, you know, Mark Tottleman, our fantastic producer, he gets in my ear and goes, we're, we, we need a promo to say the post-game show's coming up next. And I'm like, okay, but I, I don't think I'm going to say that. I, I just need to be quiet and let people hear this. We come back, and I do say, like, post-game show's next. And I, I'm like, they're singing John Denver here. Like, it was karaoke. Yeah. And sure enough, it not only kept going through the commercial break, Brady snapped the ball, handed off to Rashad White, who went over 100 yards while they're still singing the song. And the game's over. And they started playing um, Sweet Caroline and Don't Stop Believing," And nobody <laughs> left. And they sang in unison, all 70,000 of them, for that, too. So great. It was a party. I will never forget it. Yeah, man. That's awesome. And you know who what won't either? A guy who's been there and done that. And another first, Tom Brady is the first quarterback to win a regular season game in Germany and had this to say. Yeah, that was one of the great uh, football experiences I've ever had. So says a lot for 23 years in the league and for a regular season game. And I think the fan turnout was incredible. It felt like uh, very electric from the time we took the field. So uh, at the end of the game with them singing Sweet Caroline and uh, Country Row, that was, that was pretty epic. So I think everyone who was a part of that experience uh, got, to, got to have something pretty, uh, pretty amazing memory for their life. So thank you for hosting us. We appreciate it. Thank you. Unbelievable. And just when you think, oh, he won the games, of course he feels that way. Here's the coach who lost it. This is what Pete Carroll had to say. I've never seen a crowd like this. I've never been in a stadium where a crowd uh, was, was so much in unison and, and connected like they were. Um, you know, we've been in loud stadiums and really louder maybe even, but never where everybody was. I don't know. How do they do that? I don't know how they all sing exactly the same like that, but it was, <laughs> it was really a spectacle. It's <laughs> Pete. It's true. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> so great. it was unbelievable. Oh, man. What a spot. What a place. What a week. I hear, you know, I guess they might be going back to Frankfurt next year. Well, the bar is set, man. The, the Wunderbar is set high. Yeah, let's do <laughs> it. You know, and, and oh, my goodness. I'm hearing Spain and France maybe next. I mean, count me in to call those games, too. The NFL. When I was when when we when I was first starting, the whole idea of the NFL, <laughs> the whole idea of the NFL in Los Angeles was not even yeah, in the realm of being possible. Dream. It so fit in Germany. It fit. Now the idea of having it there on a regular basis, a million percent. Having a team there, I don't know, man. I mean, it it that's tough. The the yeah, jet lag and the tough. the travel. 
I don't know. I don't know how that team could go west and play a game. Oh, gosh. Can you imagine? I can't even imagine. I mean, nine-hour time. I can't even imagine. Yes. It was a nine-hour. They went. The Seahawks traveled nine time zones. It's a nice place to visit. But yeah, I don't know how it's sustainable. But but in terms of sending a game there every year, a million percent. There shouldn't be a year when the NFL doesn't play in Germany from now on. Uh, Two, why not? I mean, unbelievable. Yeah, it's cool. I I honestly, uh, if I'm if I'm raving, there's a reason why I'm raving. I'll never forget it, and it was awesome. The glue vine. Flowed. It did. Unreal. So, 844-204-RICH, number to dial here on the Rich Eisen Show. Let us take a break. Glenn Powell is here. He's got a new movie called Devotion. Last time we saw him, it was Miami. Right. For the Super Bowl between the the Chiefs and the Niners. He was promoting years in advance Top Gun Maverick, but now he's here talking about another movie that involves jets and flying. Devotion, coming up next. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests were is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O-O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Glenn Powell is here. Our terrestrial radio audience just returned. We're talking about the movie Devotion. We just saw an amazing clip uh, of this film that's uh, starting in theaters next Wednesday, November 23rd. And exactly, you're an executive producer on the film. And so you're on a fishing trip and the book came to your attention at this point? Yeah, one of my buddies recommended it to me. So I got the book for the fishing trip and all of my family was reading the same book. So we just talked about it over the fishing trip and um, ended up, while I was shooting a movie in New York, I ended up driving to Concord, Massachusetts, sitting down with Tom Hudner, who I play in the movie, 
sitting down with his whole family and asking for their blessing to to tell the story. And they gave me it and uh, had to make a promise to them and the Brown family that I'd tell it right. And mm-hmm. here we are five years later and it's finally coming out Thanksgiving. No kidding. Yeah. By the way, Concord, Massachusetts, as if that place doesn't have any I know, the most patriotic. <laughs> I mean, oh this gosh. movie is just reeking with <laughs> just right. American uh, everything. So uh, are, I assume you're you're happy with the way that this turned out then. It's I mean, we such talk about a, pressure. I mean, you've got, you had a responsibility here, not just to the, the families, but you just talked about what it means to, to your family as well. Absolutely. Well, that's the other thing is that not only, you know, you get one shot to tell these guys' stories. So you make that commitment to the family and I'd never done a movie in that I felt that pressure mm-hmm. before. Like it was a lot of pressure. When you make a promise to do something and do it right, you just hope you can kind of follow through on it. And um, yeah, th- I'm just so proud of this movie. This movie is just, it's a, you know, it's an intimate story of friendship and what it is to be a wingman and what it is to be an ally. But it's just told against the backdrop of this epic war, you know, a war that no one really knows that much about. So it's just, there's this really, this movie's for everybody, but I think families are really going to respond to it on Thanksgiving. Well, I mean, you're, you're, um, outstanding at movies for everybody, (laughs) you know, and and I'm not just talking about obviously Top Gun Maverick, Hidden Figures was a beautiful movie. And you want to talk about an important story to tell that also involved race and also involved, uh, something of significance in American history. That's another, my kids, love that movie and it's another one that you could sit down with your family as well well that's the thing is that you look at a movie like that and i realize that movies can really change people's lives right when you no one knew who katherine johnson was she was part of one of the biggest moments in american history in terms of getting john glenn into orbit Mm -hmm. and no one knew her name after that movie she's on buildings her name's known around the world especially around nasa it kicked off an entire generation of young women especially african-american women in stem and so devotion, Jesse L. Brown, no one knows his name. First African-American naval aviator. Mm-hmm. And after this movie, I really feel like that's his awesome. name should be on everyone's lips. And I think that's a really cool thing. That's awesome. Yeah. That's great. And I, and I, I hope, uh, you know, this conversation does a small part in that devotion. Available again exclusively in theaters next week on Wednesday, November 23rd. It's based on the best-selling book of the same name. Uh, Glenn Powell is here in, in studio. Um, and so do you like doing movies that involve flight and you wear a <laughs> uniform? I mean, yeah. is that something that you, yeah, you I, just, I, just, I just like wearing a flight suit, man. Um, yeah, I, uh, I, you know, it, it's really funny cause I actually optioned this like five years ago mm-hmm. and then Top Gun came about right. and then I shot devotion right after Top Gun. So it's really crazy that I have two naval aviation movies coming out the same year. It looks suspicious, you know, but at the same time, like I, uh, they're both so different and they complement each other in great ways, but we actually have the same, uh, uh, aerial photographer, the same aerial cinematographer on Top Gun is on this one, but we're just doing it with totally different planes. Of course. Yeah. So, I mean, these planes that we are flying in this movie, the Corsairs and the Bearcats, the the amount that we have in the air flying this Mm -hmm. close to each other. It hasn't happened since the Korean War. Mm-hmm. So we're pulling planes from all around the world in order to kind of make this visual aerial spectacle really feel real is to the it, audience. Is it true? Are, are you an actual pilot yeah. as well? You yeah. have a pilot license? Yeah, I got my pilot license. Okay. So I've been flying around quite a bit. Not these guys that you see in the movie. These are uh, uh, these these planes are very old. I mean, like 70-year-old planes. I prefer, prefer to fly something a little newer. Did you take a yeah. crack at flying one of these planes at all, or no? Yeah, we flew in the... Um, yeah, cause no, I know you're shooting in the planes. I'm yeah. just wondering, did you personally take a crack at flying? Not alone. Okay. Uh, I'm not flying any of these things by myself. There's always a, a, a pilot up there. Sure. Because these things are also... 
like this helicopter I fly in the movie, mm -hmm. so old, they needed a part from the Smithsonian to fly. Okay, no. So it's like, you're, you're talking about like, How I wouldn't one, want to be up in that plane by myself. But it's like, not like a library book where you have to borrow it and bring it back <laughs> no, no. when you're telling the Smithsonian. No. But is that literally what happened? Like, what? Uh, what? Uh, that's above my pay grade. I have no idea what that part did. But you're an executive producer. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Good I mean, point. I should know the answer to that. But that, but it really is crazy. When I got on the ground, every pilot that's flying these uh, old warbirds was like, wow, that was the most dangerous thing we did in this movie. And they're like, I was like, what do you mean? And they're like, that is the oldest helicopter in the world. And you were in it, you know, doing some dynamic Damn. stuff. Now, I don't understand. Ooh. Like, hey, we had to go to the boneyard to get a part or something yeah. like that. <laughs> but you had to go to an actual yeah, museum. A museum. So somebody yeah. goes to Washington, D.C. and say, where's that exhibit? Well, it's, it's on the set of Devotion. <laughs> totally. totally. So it is. Yeah, totally. I like it. Fantastic. Yeah. Glenn Powell here on the Rich Eisen Show. All right, I've got a few um, items from your career. We, we like to play with our celebrity guests called Celebrity True or False. Great. So you have to say what's true and what's not true that okay. we learned from the internet and we have some great um terrific production value to go along with it please hit it celebrity true or false you can't handle the truth there you go very good um first up glenn powell true or false denzel washington convinced you to move to la when you were 17 is that a true story true story all right walk me through that oh. um i did a movie uh that denzel directed called the great debaters and uh we had a great time together, really got along with him. We went down to debate camp, uh, rehearsed with him. And then when I actually shot the movie, my entire role in that movie, I did it in one take. And he's like, that's how it's done. And then we just ended up grabbing dinner right before the premiere. And he's like, you should give this a shot. Like, he's like, I had such a wonderful existence. I love my family. I love Austin, Texas. I didn't want to, I had seen so many of my buddies move out to LA and just they come back with their tail between their legs. Yeah. They have no personality anymore. They hate themselves. <laughs> Whatever dark thing happened in LA, they were like, I'm not doing that. So I I was really hesitant to, to give it a shot, but Denzel was the one that said like, hey, you're tough enough and you can do this. So you're saying you're 17 and is, was it your first movie and Denzel Washington is directing it? Was it wasn't my first movie, but okay. it was it was definitely early well, on in my career. And yeah, Denzel, Denzel was directing it. Pretty wild. What was that like? I mean, he's just the coolest. Denzel's exactly who you want him to be. He's just... Um, He's the best. But yeah, to get to get pushed out of the nest by Denzel is like, you kind of have to listen to that. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a bad guy to follow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next one, uh, he was our guest in the second hour, so this kind of fits. Sylvester Stallone once gave you bodybuilding advice. Is that true? Yes. Uh, uh, what was that? When then? I was shooting. Oh, yeah, look at that. Look at that. Uh, yeah, we were shooting this movie, uh, Expendables 3, in, uh, in uh, Bulgaria. And I was like, you know, you're, you're you're trying to be ripped, you know, for Expendables. You don't want to be like the scrawny guy on set. Yeah. Um, but I'm like, you know, working out like crazy. And Sly's like, you're wasting your time. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, you're wasting your time. You know? But he was, he was literally right. told me, he goes, uh, you know, focus. He goes, stop, stop doing all the abs and all the stuff. He's like, focus on the forearms and the traps. It's the only thing people will see on camera. The cinema muscles. Yeah, that's Do you it. think we should well, follow that I'm through? I mean, to fix my workout today. I there mean, you I'm go, man. Just forearms and traps. Forearms and traps. In. Again, so so you got you got like career geography advice from Denzel, and then bodybuilding advice from Sly Stallone. I'm I'm, I'm hitting all the stops. Damn straight you are. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, true or false? You originally auditioned for the role of Rooster Goose's son in Top Gun Maverick. That's that, true. That is true. Yeah. So what happened? So uh, I auditioned for uh, Rooster. Mm -hmm. um, 
felt great about it, but got a call. I remember it was a July 3rd, uh, 2007 or 2018 yes. that I didn't, wasn't going to be rooster. And I am a very patriotic guy. I was wearing literally an American flag tank top mm-hmm. and aviators when I got that call and immediately was in the fetal position. Oh. Uh, <laughs> worst July 4th ever. Um, but I got to say, I got a call from um, Cruz a few days later and he was like, hey, I still want you to do the movie. And I was kind of on the fence. And so he's he and Jerry Bruckheimer yes. said, come sit down with me and let's like talk it out. So I sat down with Tom uh in jerry's office and we talked about what kind of career i wanted and why i kind of didn't want to do the movie now that i didn't get that role and um and tom was like what kind of career do you want i go you man i'm trying to be you (laughs) you know it's like tom brady sitting down what sort of quarterback do you want to be uh, the goat i want to be the greatest of all time um and 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 he goes uh he goes do you know how i i do that and i go yeah you choose great roles he goes no i choose great movies and i make the roles great and it kind of just changed my perspective Damn. on it where even if you're if you're a great player on a great team yeah. right it's better than being a star player on a losing team you know it's better to be you know on a championship team and that was one of the things that um tom really changed my perspective on all that where even being a small part of the top gun ride has changed my life forever so i'm really glad i listened to him well, part of the my pitch would also be your your name's Hangman. I mean, like that's got to be you got to get into that one, right? I mean, you got to they, they had you at your call sign right there. You know what's right? so crazy? We pitched a lot of call signs. I know you're a Jets guy, yeah. um, but we we were pitching uh, uh, a lot of different call signs, uh-huh. and one of the one of the call signs that was on that list trying to figure out because originally it was Slayer, Slayer, Slayer. Okay, and in the in the uh, initial meeting with the Navy, they're like, "Here's the difference between a Navy call sign." And an Air Force call sign. Navy call signs are fun. You know, they're like, you know, toots and cookie and blah, blah, blah. Navy call signs are like laser, spine ripper, slayer. And I was like, well, I can't be like an Air Force call sign in a Navy movie. Yes. So I was like, all right, we got to figure out this call sign thing. So we went through a bunch of them, but one of them was sauce. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) One of those call signs was sauce. Yeah. That's that would be my my call sign. That's your call sign, sauce. Yeah. Well, that is your call sign, right, Del Tufo? Because you're yes. you know, you're you're I'm a big Bolognese guy. <laughs> you know, sauce. So how'd you just land on Hangman? Just Hangman, and- Hangman. Um, I met this aviator, uh, this guy um, who, um, you know, every every when you talk to a naval aviator, they there's a story they tell you of how they got their call sign, uh-huh. and then there's the real story. Um, this guy, they call him Hangman. He's like, oh, you know, I don't know why they call me Hangman. Well, I was like, okay, whatever. And he was giving me kind of BS answer. And then I found out from his buddies why they called him Hangman. He, uh, he, they found out a story when he was at a middle school dance. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was, uh, he was worried that he was going to get excited while dancing with a girl. Oh, goodness. So he took his shoelace and he tied his thing around his leg. Oh. And, it, and it got <laughs> stuck. He cinched himself in, mm-hmm. and his buddy had to cut him out. So that's why they called him Hangman. Oh. <laughs> or actually, they called him Noose, and I took that, noose. and they called him Noose, oh. and I was like, that's too close to Goose, that's so right. I, I, we made a Hangman. Ah. Greatest story ever. Wow. <laughs> Honestly, I don't yeah. know how they could be a better story than that. <laughs> pretty good. Wow. Yeah. Fantastic. i got a couple more for you, Glenn Powell. Uh, next one. Uh, you are now on Tom Cruise's special list and get a Christmas cake from him every Christmas. 
and it's delivered by private jet. Is that a true story or not? <laughs> I don't know how it gets there. It okay. always gets there. Okay. Um, the, 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 uh, Tom, I know that Tom has an operation, a cake operation around the world. This is not, it's not, the cakes are not getting flown for one location. I know that he has, this is, this is what I've been told. Yes. I don't know this for sure. It's okay. not super confirmed. This is the legend. This is the legend. Tom Cruise's Christmas cake operation. Because I asked this because I was like, how, it's like Santa. It's like asking Santa, like, how does he get around the world <laughs> in one night? It doesn't make sense. So I, 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 I asked the question and apparently he finds the best bakeries mm. in different big, like, like London, New York, sure. Chicago, LA, you know, wherever it is. And he will find the best bakeries, give them the recipe. The recipe. The recipe to the to the cake. I think I have. And it. he will ship them out from there. I don't know if it's by private jet, but I do know that there's a wow. large cake operation going on, probably as we speak. I'm told it's a this because we this is either true or false. A coconut bund cake with chunks of white chocolate. That's Andrew, true. I want that. It's so a he, damn good cake. So he calls these wow. bakeries and says, "I don't want your best chocolate." A coconut bun cake. I, I I want you to make. No, he's he's got his thing. He's got the. I'm telling you, it's here. the best cake. I actually throw a party at my house whenever the cruise cake. Since we shot the movie, <laughs> I literally <laughs> when cake. when when the when the cake comes in, my friends are like, hit me up, like, hey, is the cruise cake here yet? Is the cruise <laughs> cake here? So I'll literally have the cruise cake. I'll throw like a party, and everybody can have a slice of the cake. Just one. He just sends one. Just one cake. Yeah, I don't. One I don't cake. think. Um, Look, I, 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 mean, I mean, you can't get I mean, you can't get snore if Tom Cruise is making you, you, you if you're on the cake you don't, list. Don't get what you don't ask for. I just love it. Your friends are like, is the cruise cake here yet? The cruise cake. Yeah, it's oh, legendary. Fantastic. I mean, it really is that good. That's, sounds of, yeah. sounds fantastic. Incredible. Last one. True or false, Glenn Powell, you have a pet capuchin monkey named Charlie. My Aunt Honey has a capuchin monkey name charlie not you uh no i do not personally uh you know have uh i did not adopt charlie myself <laughs> my family but charlie is part of the family uh charlie's been our family for probably 12 years now and, okay. and is like a little brother uh you know probably the closest relationship i have in my life actually. okay so i'm glad that we we have these true or false segments yeah. to make sure so there is a capuchin monkey named charlie yes uh he is part of your family yes but he is not yours He's not mine. No, no. Again, he's it, 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 when you when there's a ranch in Texas. We all go to the ranch in Texas. Um, it's a very wild place. But Charlie has his own setup, his own bedroom, watches cartoons. He, you know, wears a diaper. Uh, can tr climb in trees. He's he's a he's a he's a he's a good hang, Charlie. So, and Charlie's your 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 aunt's. Yeah. So he's your cousin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. I'm Charlie's my cousin. Yeah, no, that's this, that's a good you know. family tree thing. Yeah, Charlie's my cousin. Okay. Good thing we cousin checked Charlie. that out. Yeah, we checked that out. Uh, okay, so if you had to, if you had a um, a pet, would you name him Arch? Um, because I, you are a uh, you're big a Longhorn, Longhorn fan. Are I, you ready? I, are you ready for, for the your program? Archisants. Uh, Archisants. <laughs> are you ready for your program to be bestowed with a Manning? Are you ready for this? I am so excited. Uh, I got to say, I was at that TCU uh, mm. uh, game. I was on the sidelines. I know Arch was also there. Um, and, you know, I'm just like looking over. I'm just trying to instill confidence. Like, hey, man, whenever you get here, we're going to be good. Did you approach um, him or you just? No, I didn't okay. say it. I didn't say anything. I'm, I'm, uh, I will say that the best thing about having a Manning come to your school yes. is that mm. it really does change. It's already changed our recruiting. You know, it's like when when you have all, like all these top receivers and they know a Manning's going to be thrown to them. Mm. It's like 
it's the best. Um, so yeah, I'm really I'm I'm feeling optimistic. Mm-hmm. I'm an I'm optimistic guy. I've been feeling optimistic about the Longhorns for a long time, but okay. I really do feel like uh, you know Sark is the right guy, and I feel like uh, you know with a Manning at the you know with a Manning at the at the head, I at think we're home. gonna be great. Oh, yeah. I, you know uh, someone else is very optimistic is the man behind you, T.J. Jefferson, who believes that he will be a billionaire because you bought every Arch Manning card, right? <laughs> Look, you, you're already in the Arch Manning Look, card. Glenn, I've already got well, Arch already... Manning cards, high school cards. I'm ready to buy a boat in a few years. <laughs> he's out. Me and Brockman have already sized him up for his Hall of Fame well, jacket. We have got no Blair doubt. Buswell already made his bust. Like we're, we're all in on Arch, and so I, wow. I'm, I'm uh. I mean. I, I hope your stock pays off. That's that's yeah. I would I would I would love that. I'm ready for the Longhorns to get back to a to a a really competitive program. Already, it was really I think fun. They're already there, don't you think? I mean, they they gave Alabama a run for their money. I was when at that game thought that too. Was a blowout. To, that was amazing. Making. Yeah, right? I mean that that's the thing is when it's really interesting. It's the it's the 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 Longhorn mentality is they come ready for real bouts, mm-hmm. right? When, you know, Bama, they have a great underdog mentality. Yes. And you saw it, them turn it on on Bama, and it was so fun to watch. It's just, you can't let them get complacent, you know? And I really mm-hmm. feel like if they can keep that ferocity, I, I honestly think, you know, I, I remember when, you know, it was McCoy and Shipley and the, that sort of era when we were yeah, getting sure. back to the championships, you know, um, and freaking the Vince Young era. I mean, it was just such a special wow. time to be a Longhorn. So That Rose Bowl? Oh, my God. Doesn't get any still, better. Still one of the greatest college football games. Maybe the games. best of all time. Man. I know that. And yeah. one of the and the, the greatest college football stadium on the planet, the yeah. Rose Bowl, man. Yeah. What a night that, that was. was. That was incredible. Oh, my goodness gracious. Yeah, Keith Jackson with the call. I just, when Vince runs Jackson. in the end zone. Yeah. <laughs> Where were you? Where were you? Uh, I was actually on UT campus watching that game. I remember oh, that was the oh, night. I was, oh, wow. I was in high school at the time. I remember, I think I was a sophomore. I remember dancing you know, on top of cars, like in the bed of a truck, looking up at the UT, uh, the UT tower all lit up. It was like, everybody was out there going nuts. Of course. Um, yeah, but I've been a Longhorn fan like my whole life, so it's just as good as it gets. Of course. This yeah. is before Denzel told you to move to Hollywood yeah, exactly. and you were on the, the cake list. Yeah. Oh, the cruise cake list. That's a good fantasy team. Yeah. Cruise cake list? Right, right, write it down. down. Yeah, we, 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 when things are said on this show, we write it down for potential fantasy team name use. So. Uh, the, uh, actually, cruise cake list is a great fantasy name. That's right. Um, so the, the avatar would have to be cruise, not the cake, right? Don't you think? Yeah, you'd have to have. I'm, I'm sure there's some to be picture Cruz. of Cruz eating a cake. I've okay. never seen it, but okay. I'm sure we could we could find it. Okay. Oh yeah, and outsiders Cruz ate a cake when he played. I believe he played Steve. So there's a shot. Oh, of, no, that's, that's a very that's specific. That's very specific. Pull that is out. Very um, Probably the I'm, last time he ate cake. I'm very impressed. With <laughs> that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. He gives out cakes. He probably doesn't eat it. Yeah. No, that that was like my thought. Is like the guy is mm-hmm. like one of the most uh, you know impressive specimens. Like you, like he just no. There's no. Um, Fluff in terms of what he eats, and, sure. and and so I can't imagine he's taking out that cake because it's really damn good. But he lets all all the rest of us get fat. I love it. Devotion is again in theaters next week, Wednesday, November twenty third, and it's based on the best selling book by the same name. Uh, before we go, I forgot what my 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 uh, my my name is. I guess we did this when John Hamm was here, right, to promote oh, Top yeah. Gun Maverick. What my call my, my call name? Uh, Hotshot. There I am. Hotshot. <laughs> that photograph is uh, it belies the the nickname right there. That's I think. Great. Uh, but I was Hotshot, right there. Also a Longhorn, John Hamm. Oh, is he really Fellow Longhorn? Yeah, I didn't know Cowboys that. fan. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. By the uh, way, guys, I just looked this up. Yeah. Just randomly, this headline: Tom Cruise had to eat chocolate cake for three days straight. 
while shooting the outsiders. Quote, I was vomiting. There you go. So that's a good thing. Might be the last time he did eat the cake. Thank you for coming on, sir. <laughs> appreciate it. I really me. appreciate it. Absolutely. Anytime. Anytime. At Glenn Powell on Twitter and Instagram. Again, Devotion is available exclusively in theaters next week on Wednesday, November 23rd. Everybody check that out. We're uh, we're back to wrap this show up with uh, one last thought I had about Tom Brady getting to speak <laughs> with him. The, uh, the Tom Cruise of football. <laughs> there were no cakes. <laughs> Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Find the latest and greatest audio entertainment on Audible. It's got everything you want to hear, including this program, The Rich Eisen Show, along with podcasts. You'll also find audiobooks and exclusive originals. We're talking comedy, sports stories, deep dives with athletes and entertainers, business, and anything else that you're into. With Audible, you get access to thousands of included titles with more added every week. Listen on the road, at the gym, or anywhere you want to fuel up your imagination. Join and get 30 days free at the home of storytelling, audible.com. So doing the game, um, when when you when you broadcast a game, when you do the play by play or you do the analysis, the idea is to meet with both teams. If you can go to practice, you go to practice. That was a that's a John Madden thing. Go to practice, watch him practice, um, and pick up whatever you can pick up. You interview the coaches, you know, preferably the quarterbacks. And so we saw Seattle first, and they arrived from the plane. And we're hopping around practice. Like they, they immediately got on the field. And before they started practicing, they got in a big, huge, large circle, jumping up and down. I think Sarah Walsh took a, a video of it and said, Seahawks won jet lag, nothing. That's what she tweeted out. And it was true. And it was just like watching that practice. It was They, they were all one unit. And they were all just pulsing with energy. 
and you spoke to them afterwards too. I spoke to we spoke to Pete Carroll and Kenneth Walker and Geno Smith and Ryan Neal, who is laugh out loud hilarious. I can't wait to have him on here. And I did tell Kenneth Walker that Michigan State oh, yeah. refused to allow us to give him an what, NIL what deal say? and told him that he needs to call Michigan State's SID and coach and ask for $1,000. Did he just laugh? He kind of didn't know how to take it. Oh. And I'm like, I'm being serious. Yeah. Like, your school is the only school that did not allow us to give an NIL deal to someone. I told him that. <laughs> I don't know if that's why I only had 10 yards rushing. Yeah. Uh. But um, hey, he needed to know, and that's the whole he, thing too. Is that you know, uh, that I saw that from the Seahawks, and I'm like, they, they are wired. They're on a four game win streak, and the Bucks were a lot more low key. And then speaking to Brady, I mean, you could sense like he he was not backing down on anything that he said. You know, in his podcast about the energy, the effort level effort. was embarrassing on game day. Yep. Rich, not to interrupt, but like when you get Tom Brady, is it just like you guys all in one room? We were and in it's a conference Tom? room. We were in a conference room in in the Bucks Hotel, mm-hmm. and it was um, Tom, you know, um, Bucks rep, I but, yes, and um, all of us doing the game, and the producer, okay. and Sarah Walsh, who was the Bucks sideline reporter, and I think Andy Gregg of the NFL Network was in the room too, and we're just sitting there talking, and Brady was talking. He said everything is below the line right now. Effort and Kurt was like, so what are you seeing? Like, that's not working. And he kind of gave Kurt a look like, aren't you watching the film? <laughs> and and he was straight up honest, saying how, you know, they they're he believed he believed in the guys that the room that 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 the way that the game ended the week before was definitely something that could be built on. Yeah. And all that they were saying, like the, the Seahawks were bouncing off the walls and everybody from the Bucks was like, all we got to do is win this game, get to the bye week, we're five and five, and then we'll see what we can do. And I thought to myself, business trip, man. No doubt. Yeah. And um, Brady, again, he struck me as somebody fully engaged. Whatever you want to say about what he was distracted, disinterested, the words that we've heard, mm-hmm. um, dispassionate whatever really yeah and and i saw a fully engaged guy who by the way had come off seven straight games with 40 or more attempts first time in his career and he looked like he was 22 i'm serious just seeing him in person was just because we were all saying he looks gone you know what Mm -hmm. not in person not in person no no and Mm. he was chill but he was straight up honest. Like, this is not the way we can play, and this is not the way, you know, we want this to go. And he's not used to it. He wasn't used to, like, talking, you know, having a running back constantly run into the linebacker because there's a missed block, missed assignment, this that sort of thing. Totally not used to it. And to the point where I asked him, I'm like, because, like, where do you go from here? And I'm like, is Gronk done? And he said he was. My Gronk's not walking through that door. Hasn't talked to him? And or... I, I, I didn't ask him that. I asked him if he's spoken to Odell. Oh. And he said, you know, not lately. Oh, thank you. Was his answer. <laughs> but in terms of Gronk walking through that door, that ain't happening. Yeah. No. I don't need Odell if Julio's playing like that. Well, that's the issue, too, is, you know, Julio could play like that now, but then next week he's not yeah. healthy, whatever. But the team that I saw... On that field in Munich, okay, like again, 
it was just one game, and we hadn't seen anything like that in a while. That's the team that can win good. a lot they were good. and win yeah. and beat pretty much anybody, which is running downhill. Rashad White, a revelation. If he can run like that, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. he threw Quandre Diggs out of the club. That was even my call. Oh, yeah. Get out of and, here. And if you watch the call back, you know, it's on Twitter or whatever. There's this long pause. I thought some of the guys would be chiming in as we're reviewing going to break because it was a commercial break after he stiff-armed him. The thing I was going to say, and I kind of felt bad, I'm like, he threw Diggs out of the club, and I'm, I just said what was in my mind, yeah, right? Yeah, it was a wild <laughs> moment. I was going to say that you know he can, he can declare Diggs' soul at customs, but I thought that was a little step too far. Piling on. So, but I did, I did say that he could declare that at customs. Yeah. So I kind of left Diggs out of it, even though I'm kind of throwing his name out here now. But, I mean, Rashad White can run like that, and it's still Brady – Looks his arm is really great. good. Yeah, yeah. And and they were saying Godwin's finally getting back to himself. Evans is Evans. They just need that tight end, like Gronk, that red zone threat that Gronk was, not only that running the ball too. He's right. a hall, he's a that's, first ballot Hall of Famer for a reason. Yeah. And Kate they're hoping can, can do that's it. the guy that they're hoping on. Cameron like, Braid is back. Braid just got back, but I, I don't know if, honestly that I, I think Otten's the one that that they're looking at that could maybe sustained for the rest of the year because break got hurt and uh, you know i mean at a neck and then a concussion he's finally back and kyle rudolph even though he was there and looked great he couldn't have been nicer um he was inactive yeah. i don't know but defensively you know devin white was dealing with i guess the passing of his dad yeah and he was, he was playing he was just yeah. he was firing off and De- vita vea seeing him in person one of the most massive individuals <laughs> i've seen and we asked him how much he weighed. He said 360. And I thought to myself, that's an NFL 360 right there. <laughs> Boom. I mean, seriously. <laughs> wow. So, hey, Bucks fans, you know, and Brady came out of that game energized. Energized. They're going to go on their bye week, and we'll see what happens from here on out. But that team I saw in Munich is a team that can maybe go to Arizona. And I'm not just saying that because game. they're my, Yeah, they will. Yeah, they're going to have a playoff Maybe game. against the Giants. Or the Cowboys. Dude. They'll take their chances there. But uh, that'll wrap it up for this show. We'll talk about Wednesday on Roku in a second.